You might recall yesterday, I had a really fascinating discussion with a trio of passionate educationalists, including a teacher who recently left the profession, somewhat in despair, it has to be said. A recurring theme during that panel yesterday, which you can catch up on the uh, ABC Listen app uh, on, was the need for more funding. Well, the federal government has signed what's been described as a landmark agreement with Western Australia for public school funding. WA will receive nearly $800 million over the next four years with the state government to match that funding. It's intended to help the state achieve what was promised in the Gonski 2.0 education reforms. And it's on offer to all states. But only uh, WA has so far taken up the offer. Tre Trevor Cobalt is an economist and uh, the national convener of Save Our Schools. Welcome to RN Drive, Trevor. Just tell me, uh, to start off, uh, about this co-funding agreement. How significant is this sort of announcement? Oh, well, it's certainly a step forward uh, in terms of better funding for public schools in Western Australia. It's got several positive aspects to it, but... At the end of the day, the the claim that Western Australian public schools are going to be fully funded by 2026 is simply untrue. So even, eight, schools, even $800 million over the next four years is not enough to fund the, 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 the state school system in WA? No, they, they face a funding shortfall over the next five years of $1.6 billion. Wow. Uh, so, the, the, this agreement le still leaves a, a gap, a, a major gap in the funding of public schools. But as I say, there are some positives in the, in the, in the plan and it represents a step forward. So in terms of closing this gap between the public and private school systems, I mean, you know, money makes the world go round, no doubt. But I'm just curious about what other things might go some way. I mean, for example, the teacher shortage is being talked about. And, you know, this is obviously an issue that affects all states in this country, most um, acutely New South Wales, according to reports. But, you know, enticing teachers back to the profession, would that help in WA? Oh, it certainly would. I mean, there are, there are um, widespread shortages of teachers in WA, but at the end of the day, it requires money. You've got to pay for the extra teachers. And this, the uh, the new funding agreement is fundamental to what's going to happen over the next four to five years in WA. And without without that money, without the, without full funding, the, the system won't have the teachers it needs. The federal government wanted to roll this out to all jurisdictions, this funding offer. Uh, but so far only WA has taken up the offer. That's got to be a source of disappointment. Look, I know, you know, it's not perfect, but it's something. Oh, it, it's certainly something. But let, let's go back to let's go back to the detail a little bit of the detail. Anyhow, the the problem with the current funding agreements that were conjured up between the Morrison government and the states five years ago is that they contain accounting tricks that, it, that artificially boost the funding of state governments uh, by including expenditures outside the definition of what's called the schooling resource standard and, and uh, account towards the, the state shares. They, 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 the agreements artificially had these accounting tricks to artificially boost state government funding. 
Now, the problem is, in opposition, the Federal Labor Party promised to get rid of these accounting tricks, but they they have been retained in this agreement with the WA government. So Labor has broken its promise to get rid of them, and it means that there will be an ongoing funding shortfall for public schools in Western Australia. 12 past four, RN Drive. Trevor Cobbold is a economist and the national convener of Save Our Schools. We're talking about the uh, federal government's deal with the West Australian government uh, to fund, uh, partially fund uh, state schools in that state to the tune of $800 million over the next four years. I want to ask you, Trevor, about some nationwide polling commissioned by the Greens. It found that nearly a third of private school parents actually believe they shouldn't receive any public money at all. Do you think private schools should receive any public funding? Oh, there's certainly a case for funding under-resourced private schools. I I think we have a national responsibility to ensure that every child in the country gets an adequate education. And if some parents are making the bad choice of sending their child to an under-resourced private school, then there's a case for government funding. But there isn't a case for government funding of private schools that ensures that they have a major resource advantage over public schools. And the classic case is the elite, high-fee, exclusive private schools that are getting funded at four, four to $5 million a year when they charge fees of around $40,000. So, so do, you, do you agree with the Greens that this system is rigged in favour in terms of school funding, in rigged, rigged in favour of private schools? The... the current system is heavily biased against public schools. Trevor Cobbold is an economist with the and also a national convener of Save Our Schools. Appreciate your time. Good afternoon. Okay, thank you.